You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shushma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suraport News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zeppa. Thank you, Catherine Sherlock. Yes, the show is afoot. And there are two cue cards for you to read there. We yeah. caught that. We caught that. But you that did foot, too. That foot was in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Seamless. Um... Welcome to the show, Catherine. I'm so glad you showed up again. Oh, yeah. We're having a red-hot recording sesh right now, aren't we? We are in the throes of some impassioned conversations right now. We've done a lot of chatting tonight pre-record. Actually, we did record it, but you can't hear it because it's not so good. (laughs) We talked a lot about Eric Clapton, let's put it that way. And then we started talking about Kim and Kanye, let's put it that way. Uh, a lot of thoughts. People have a lot of thoughts about a lot of things. Uh, but also at the table with us, Catherine, who's that girl? It's Trisha Boo. It's me. It's me. It's me. What's up, guys? Hey, Trish I didn't Nike. recognize you. You have a haircut. I- <laughs> they can hear it I, on the I call end. it the little pixie cut. Oh. <laughs> supposed to. Um, I don't know what it's supposed to do, guys. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. about new vibes right? and new exactly. energies. Bernice Bob's her hair, that right, kind of thing. Have right. you ever heard of that? Stella gets her groove back. Right. You're going to... Although I'm not as old as the probably Stella. Like maybe there's like a... Does Stella get her groove back on the in the islands? Yes. Is that right, Turks and Caicos? Yes. Okay. I don't know what which islands, but there was definitely some islands. Okay. Involved. So guys, here's the deal. So we've, uh, you know, season four of the fourth dimension... You know the trip, right? Like we, things are a little bit mucky here in the modern times and uh, never more so muckier than the last, I mean, yesterday, who knows when this will air a couple few weeks, end of January, maybe something like that. But as of yesterday, there was an attempted coup in the United States of America. What I tell y'all until he's out of that house, you can't trust anything, man. It's over. I guess, clearly. We're not going to do a lot of uh, hot snakes about it because I'm sure by the time this is aired, everybody will have let all the hot snakes out of the bag. But Mm -hmm. hot snakes! It's pretty obvious. Like, How are you feeling about it? I feel uh, really embarrassed about it. It's probably the most embarrassing day as an American I've ever experienced in my life. I can't think of a worse one, really. In my lifetime, anyway. Yeah, yeah. You know, know, just to put it on on Front Street... uh, during the Black Lives Matters protests during the summer, there were 400 arrests. Yeah. And yesterday, mm-hmm. there were 13. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just float that out there. Yep. There it is. The world we live in. Mm. So, no better time for us to hop into the old rock and roll time machine. It's loaded up with riffs. Uh, somehow, we got, here. we got those cream riffs in there. I don't know if it's going to run or not. I'm really, it's like putting, uh, you know, they're a bit old now. It's like putting diesel in the petrol tank or whatever, you know, like it's crazy. Is this going to work? I don't know. But let's, you guys feel good about this? I do. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Let's get excited to know where you were going, right? Yes. Here's what I'm going to need you to do real quick before we pop in here, though. You'll see a cardboard box over in the corner. If you could just grab that, it's about, it's about a foot and a half by a foot and a half size. Yeah. Okay. Right. And we'll, uh, Put that, just stick that in the back there or under your feet, wherever it fits in the old rock and roll time machine, and we'll uh, head off to our destination. Right. Is that uh, sandwiches? I mean, what? It's you'll, you'll find out soon enough. All will be revealed. Uh, and Shrishma, if I know you, you got a lighter on you, right? I do. We're going to need that okay. lighter. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I see uh, you've all dressed for warmth. That's great. We're going to need it. We're going to be going to October oh. <laughs> of a time of a place. Okay. Any further comments before we go? No, let's go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Sherlock? Yeah. Let's do it. Did you take your Dramamine? Who? Dramamine. Who's that? Just for your tummy. Oh. Um, a little nausea. I'm <laughs> Okay, well. How's everybody feeling after that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's intense, right? a cup of tea. Um, we could probably arrange for that, actually. Oh. Um, where we're going. All right, guys. Out of the time machine. Here we go. Where step- are we again? Well, okay. So, Sorry. as you step out here, I'm glad you guys wore your sweaters because it is brisk. Yes. You'll look around. You'll notice uh, the beautiful fall colors. 
of oranges and reds uh, in Ooh, these it is beautiful. deciduous trees of Wisconsin. 1869. Oh. I know it's where, hello, I know it's where you guys always wanted to check out. It is. Is it safe? Like, am I safe? Um, that's a great question. I'm going to yeah. say no. Okay. We, we have a plan. <laughs> We've got a plan for you, though. Okay, okay. And I mean, it, it's not that, like, uh, you know, they're going to come after you right, right away. Right. I mean, if you linger, yeah, okay. maybe. But there's, there doesn't seem like there's a lot of people, so maybe. We'll, well, that's right. I mean, you'll, you'll look around, you'll notice the tall grasses and the beautiful trees. Uh, you know, it's fall, you know, so it's brisk. I don't know if you guys know anything about Wisconsin. No. Uh, so there are three states in the upper Midwest. There's Michigan, which is my home. Uh, and then there's Wisconsin on the other side of Lake Michigan. And then there's Minnesota. Oh, and so the Great Lakes, the Great Lakes region, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, Shrishma, okay. you got a sis out in Minnesota, sis right? Out in Minnesota, in Rochester, Minnesota. Okay, and is that in the burbs in of the, the in, Twin yeah, Cities? I think so. Okay, and then okay. Um, in the future, in the future, right? Yeah. And uh, is she's allowed to be there now. She's allowed. She's to not. Be okay, <laughs> she doesn't get a run shit. She now. doesn't get a lot of <laughs> guff out there in Rochester. In Rochester. Okay, okay. I used to so live in the original Rochester. England. The old, yes. Yeah, the one they named the, the Minnesota Rochester after, yeah. Or the New York one. You're the original Rochester queen. Oh, There's a Rochester in Michigan, too. Rochester mm, Hills. Interesting. And New York. Um, oh, yeah. But isn't Wisconsin, like, home of cheese or something like it that? It is, it is. It's a dairy state. I mean, like, so the thing is, like, if we dropped you off anywhere into any one of those three states, you okay. basically look around and be like, I don't know, is it Minnesota? Is it Michigan? Like, they're all kind of the fucking same. Okay. Mm. They look very similar, same region. Gotcha. So, uh, Wisconsin is known for its football team, the Green Bay Packers. And what are they packing, guys? Mm. Cheese? Packing cheese, exactly. Excellent. So you'll notice, oh. if you're down south, fortunately we're up north by Green Bay, actually. Okay. But if you're down south, uh, there is a there's an aroma of cows mm-hmm. that sort of lingers over all the counties. Mm-hmm. So just take that for what Smell it's worth. Smell of money? Yeah. Uh, mm, fresh, fresh country air. I mean, I think there were there was some money out of there. I mean... I'm, I'm wondering if there was like a vacation spot, perhaps. Like in Michigan, like there's the Traverse City area, mm-hmm. which is uh, what we like to call up north. And that's where rich people from Chicago, okay. which is at the very south end of Lake Michigan, that's where they used to vacation. So I'm wondering if probably uh, they had something similar in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Not quite sure off the top of my head. Uh, but right now, we are uh, off in a little peninsula uh, that is uh, categorized as part of Door County. And uh, we are about 25 miles north of a place called Sturgeon Bay in Door County. Door County. Door County. Open it up. Door as in. So, Catherine, I'm sure you want to know where that name comes from. Yes. Uh, Obviously. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a silly question to ask, but so according to my research, if we dial up the old uh, time machine hotspot here, it comes from the nickname Death's Door. Which is what this region is called because it's uh, it's very tricky for ships to navigate. Mm. So, you know, the Great Lakes, they're huge. They're like inland seas, basically. They're, they're massive. You stand on one and you can't see the other side of it. So, a lot of uh, ship trafficking going on. And, uh, well, not ship trafficking. I mean, they're not like shuttling ships from here to there in some kind of seedy ship exchange or whatever. I mean, <laughs> don't worry about it. It's not something we have to be activists like slavery. about. Slavery? No, well, no, just the ships themselves. Like, there's no ship trafficking. Like, you're not trafficking the ships. What are you trying to sneak these ships into here? Get out of here. Right. Well, maybe they might be. Selling these ships into prostitution? I refuse. I refuse. It's a great cause, you guys. Uh, I would recommend everybody out there just donate to it. It's info at the swordpod.com. So. It's known as Death's Door because it, this area out in the uh, out in Lake Michigan has a lot of shipwrecks, apparently, and uh, it was called that by the original native settlers, the uh, the native tribes who were here uh, probably you know, like forty years ago until they were uh, asked to leave and then were subsequently made to leave. Right, uh, as you know, as history goes. Right. So <laughs> the name comes from uh, Port de. Mort Catherine, you're the great pronunciator. Is that so? Death door is Port de Mort. Port de Mort. Tastes like Porta de Morte or something. Is it Spanish? Like what's going on? Porta de Mort. Porta de Mort. 
I mean, I think it's French. Oh. The passage between the tip of Door Peninsula and Washington Island, which is out there in the uh, in the lake. The name Death's Door came from Native American tales heard by early French explorers and published in greatly embellished form by Hjalmar Holland. Described a failed raid by the Ho-Chunk or Winnebago tribe to capture Washington Island from the rival Potawatomi tribe in the early 1600s, and it has become associated with the shipwrecks within the passage. Thank you, Dr. Wikipedia, for that info. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at right now. Okay. And it's fall, and uh, if it were modern times, this would be a great place to vacation. People from down south, they drive up north, and they do what we like to call leaf peeping. Look at the color change, everybody. Oh. Look at the trees. Oh, yeah, I'd like that. Natural splendor. It's very nice because it gets hilly up here. And, it's you know, like it, nature at work at art. It is right, mm. and it's a brief, but a brief window. Yeah. And so you just go up and you go tooling, go driving in the countryside. But will we see a lot of shipwrecks? Um, we're here uh, now. Well, it's a great question. I mean, we are going to be in a place associated with shipwrecks because if you look over yonder on uh, on the bluff over there, you will see Eagle Bluff Lighthouse, oh. which is out there. Which is uh, well, it must not be working as a lighthouse if all the ships are wrecking. Well, I think they put it there because the ships were wrecking. Oh. So hopefully, it's okay. doing its work. Help save. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So currently, the deal is, uh, you know, as we walk across. The, actually, Shushman, could you just grab that box that we have in the back seat of the time machine, and then uh, great. Actually, just carry that with you. Oh, okay. It's just a little cardboard box, um, and we'll do that. And then we'll just, of course, lock the time machine. Yes. It's, do we like put a the it disguises as a boulder, as we know, which is actually a concept kind of uh, borrowed from this a book I read when I was a kid called uh, Black Suits from Outer Space. They had the same technology there by mm. Gene DeWeese. If you can find it, read it. It's great. Though there's a whole series that goes with it. Really weird, weird stuff. But we have that technology now, obviously being okay. totally modern, right? right? Absolutely. So as we uh, walk out here through the... Uh, the grassy plains uh, on the bluff here. We'll take a look, and we see that uh, there's the lighthouse, and it's currently occupied, my information tells me, by a Captain Henry Stanley and his family, his wife and children. Uh, And Captain Stanley, he came to America in 1844. Uh, He was part of the California Gold Rush. Uh, He he sailed the Great Lakes. He's a very accomplished, uh, distinguished-looking, stoic man from, mm, I want to say he was, oh, from Norway, it looks like. Mm. And uh, when he dies, uh, he will actually be the oldest lighthouse keeper in the United States. But we can't let him know that. because so far. Again, we talk about the fabric, right? God must protect the integrity of the fabric, so... Uh, but will he will there he be the oldest up to this time point or like ever, ever? well when he dies in about ooh, 25 years okay. he will that at that point be the oldest. the oldest right now i mean he's still pretty legit like he's okay. this isn't his first lighthouse and like rodeo. how do you become a lighthouse keeper like do we go to school for this like uh, i don't know i, I have to imagine like it, it's got to be a part of uh like a like a a rung in the career ladder for maybe a nautical person you know somebody uh maybe it's if you you don't want to go be at sea anymore you want to settle down have the family you know but you still like the sea you're yeah, pro yeah. sea well, you like, can't leave it because it's always been part of your life since i don't know you went to sea when you were nine or something exact well right because you were sent you're sent out at that age mm. and of course uh, as you grow older it just becomes your life yeah it's your love and your up, lady up is the, the chimneys sea, right? or the sea right so, so He's, he's of that ilk, and, uh, you know, Shrishma, we were just talking about it, but, like, I feel like, you know, we're going to go in there and hang out a little bit okay. and check out the news, because I think he's got newspapers, I would imagine, so yeah. that's why we're going to get the snooze from today. Oh. But, again, I'm concerned. I don't want to, uh, you know, shock anybody, so we got to get them out of there. So, real quick, let's just uh, open that box that you ha- that you've brought with us. So if you look inside the box here, we're just going to tear that open, and you'll see it's a stack of collapsed paper lanterns. Mm. And this is a a fun, uh, it's not really a toy, but it's a thing that you can do if you've got some free time. Learned about this from uh, our buddy Tom McCartan, his dad, Michael McCartan, who uh, we're sending great thoughts out to. He showed us this thing one time. He bought like uh, a box of like 50 of these lanterns, and you kind of like unfurl them. They're made of paper. They got an opening at the bottom, and then you uh, there's a little put place light. where you put a candle in mm. there, and the candle, the heat from the candle, makes these things float away. So I don't know. I mean, maybe they've got this technology back now. I'm assuming that these people stuck up in Sturgeon Bay, like Mm-mm. at death's door, 
they might think it's UFOs, and we might set up a whole new this spin off history. This is when you took the words right out of my Sorry. mouth. This is, no, no, well, no, no, uh, I'm delighted. Please <laughs> take them. I took them. <laughs> Put your hand in my mouth and take those words out of there. Uh, so, so, are we creating a whole new dimension or like a whole new reality? I mean, basically, it's a distraction. Okay. Uh, in simple terms, so That's what you think we're gonna light these? Of course, you got a lighter over there. Yeah. Of okay, course great. I I've got a backup lighter here. We're just gonna light these up. And uh, you know, it's, ooh, it's windy, of course. It so is. you know, it's tough to just sort of. Uh, you want me to shield oh, that yeah. for you? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah, have a there, ooh, there it is. It looks good. Looks good. Okay. And so we're just gonna set. We're gonna cast off a bunch of these. Just kind of. Yeah. Just kind of toss them. Toss them off over the bluff there, and they're just gonna float off into the sky. Mm. And it's you know, it's magic hour right now. It's delightful. It's a beautiful, beautiful. time. Yeah. The sun is Wonderful. setting over the lake. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and so we're just going to let those float off and then we're going to hide over here in the uh, the foliage and just kind of keep an eye on the front door of the Eagle Bluff Lighthouse and wait for the family to rush out and try to figure out what the fuck they're looking at. I'm telling you, we're going to create a new reality. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back. You think Maybe. it's too dangerous? We'll see now. Is anybody listening? Had you ever heard of the Stanley family? We'll see now. I mean, maybe now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's done. The guys, we get, done. But we need content, guys, so this is a risk we're going to have to take. <laughs> our, deed is our release schedule demands it. Absolutely. So while we pick our way over through the <laughs> through the branches and the foliage, please watch your step. I mean, there is, uh, you know, it's not like snake country or anything oh. like that, but you have poison ivy and whatnot. So just please be careful. And meanwhile, I'll get you caught up in what's happening in 1869. Does anybody know anything about 1869? No. I'm not a friend. Yeah, so. When did the country get its independence? Ooh, um, the, um, the United States of America. Yeah, so it's you, after, right? It's before this, oh. so you may may have heard of the date seventeen seventy six. Oh, it was seventeen. Mm. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry, I got this seven. And, and then I want to say, ooh, see, so you're testing me now. I want to mm. say the war didn't end until seventeen eighty three, maybe okay, somewhere so you've had a good hundred years here. Mm, close to yeah. So we are now uh, four years beyond the end of the Civil War. Oh. Civil War has been wrapped mm. up. And uh, President Lincoln, of course, was uh, assassinated in 1865. So, uh, and since then, things have not been going terribly well. We're in an age of reconstruction down south, post, post-war, trying to reincorporate the southern states and, like, get everybody back on the same page. Sounds familiar. It's yeah. very... <laughs> doesn't it, though? <laughs> well put. Uh it's an interesting, volatile time. Right. So uh, let's just run down here again. We got the hot spot. We'll just uh, so January twentieth of this year. Uh, my sister's was birthday. Was it an inauguration too? Uh, well, you would think so because that's traditionally the inaugural day. Right. Correct. However, this is way back when, and they hadn't changed it yet, okay. and they had to give an extended period of time. Because transportation wasn't what it is in the future, so you got to ride your pony um, across the states, and maybe that takes a couple months. Because gotta you make know, the journey. that's the world that we're living in, and you know, okay. people who don't want to change the rules <laughs> written by people who <laughs> were living in that world at a time when we have the internet. Right. I mean, they want to just keep it like that. So. That's so, but January twentieth, we have uh, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. She's one of the first. Uh, people to lead the women's suffrage movement in the United States. Uh, She becomes the first woman to testify before the United States Congress. Very big deal. Uh, February 5th, we have the prospectors in Moliagul, Victoria. Moliagul. Moliagul, Victoria, Australia. Discover the largest alluvial gold nugget ever found known as the Welcome Stranger, which is then later... You know, melted down. So you're not going to be able to see that. But you know, big news. They found it in the world of gold nuggets. Yeah, huge. gold was huge at that time. Yeah, yeah, everybody right? loved everybody gold. Wanted some gold. It was what you would call the standard, the gold standard. Right. In mm-hmm. fact, right. Mm-hmm. Referring back to what you mentioned, March 4th of this year, Ulysses S. Grant is sworn in as the 18th president of the United States. Mm. So. Just real quick to pull up some some data about Ulysses S. Grant and his presidency. You know, he uh, he basically wins the war for the North, for the for the Union. Right. He wins the Civil War. He is the uh, commanding general of the Army of the Potomac and uh, the Northern Union forces, and uh, he's just sort of fearless when it comes to uh, 
sending people off to die to get the job done because okay. war is hell, you know? Yeah. That's not his quote. That's uh, Sherman, I think. But uh, I think Grant's quote was, hand me that bottle. Because he liked to have a couple <laughs> to drink. Yeah. Because he had to. Because such burden, such blood on his hands, right? You have to forget. Yeah, you had to. And uh, boy, he did not have, I mean, he's an interesting dude because he was not really good at civilian life. So he uh, just kind of dicks around, kicks around from shitty job to shitty job, fails at all of them. He doesn't have a lot of luck. And then the Civil War kicks off and he's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he turns out to be really good at it. Leaves the army, becomes president. Turns out to not be a great president mm-hmm. because he surrounds himself with a lot of his uh, army buddies from the war, and they're not politicians. They don't understand how this stuff works, and so and there's a lot of like insider shenanigans. So there's a lot of uh, you know, well, just uh, schemes okay. and uh, you know, money changing hands, and it's corruption, a little corrupt, yeah. Okay. No more than basic government, yeah, yeah, standard exactly. government. <laughs> Business is normal. And so he ushered in a new age of normalcy into American government. And uh, he does get reelected, though. He does two terms. Okay. And he's on the 50, the $50 bill right now. Oh. And, uh, you know, he himself was not corrupt. He was, uh, he was a pretty legit human being uh, as far as being stand up and do the right thing. Looking back now, one of the best things he did was to try really hard to fight and uh, repress the KKK, which were coming into existence around this time. Really? Yes. Yeah, so he he does a lot about that. Let's see. Uh, the old internet hotspot here. Dr. Wikipedia says, uh, Grant and his attorney general, Amos T. Ackerman, began a crackdown on the Klan in the South, starting in South Carolina, making arrests and convictions, causing the Klan to demobilize and ensuring a fair election for 1872. Mm-hmm. So... You know, corrupt cabinet, but still doing some things that are halfway decent. That being said, Reconstruction does end up being somewhat something of a failure, and you know, a lot of things get delayed for like a hundred years, and some other things eh, we're still working on. But I think I have to say I don't have so much insight into American history, mm-hmm. Catherine. Mm-hmm. No. So you might be telling you can tell us whatever you want. <laughs> is what I'm saying. He was also a skilled uh, ventriloquist and oh, entertained okay. the masses okay. with Mr. Bobo. But his, with a name like Ulysses. Yeah. I mean, he was bound for something pretty good, right? Ulysses S. U.S. Grant. The song Ulysses. I don't know. Tales of Brave Ulysses from The Cream. Yeah. Yeah. something a bit more disco, but. <laughs> that, the creep definitely was not that. So, <laughs> and also May tenth, the Golden Spike is driven, completing the first U.S. transcontinental railroad at Promontory Summit, Utah, connecting the Central Pacific Railroad with the Union Pacific. And uh, we've seen this replicated in movies, uh, very famous uh, historical, almost documentary movies, such as The Lone Ranger, starring Johnny Depp. Mm. And also Ugh, Wild no. Wild West Starring oh. Kevin Klein hey, And Mr. Best, Will Smith The best movie ever no. Wild Wild West Worst <laughs> <laughs> Anything Will Smith does is gold And uh, you know That of course came about by uh, You know A couple of rich white dudes Who yeah. were just like You know what We gotta join up These coasts here So we can Ship money from one end to the other, you know? Move move some people around and their money with it. May 15th, women's suffrage in New York. Susan B. Anthony and Elizabeth Cady Stanton formed the National Women Suffrage Association. So, of course, we're just talking about this. You go, girls. This will really pay off in half a century. Mm -hmm. May 22nd, Sainsbury's first store in Drury Lane, London, is opened. Goodness. What is a Sainsbury's? It's a grocery store. It's a grocer, okay. A was supermarket. Okay. And it's still going. You know what, the, what Drury Lane is also famous for? That's where the Muffin Man lives. I was going to say. Yeah. Do you know the Muffin Man? Isn't there like a nursery rhyme about this person? Yeah. yeah. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin no, Man, the Muffin okay. Man, okay. the Muffin Man. Do you know the Muffin Man? He lives on Drury Lane. Uh, September 5th, the foundation stone is laid for Neuschwanstein Castle in Bavaria, southern Germany. Do you know this castle? Liechtenstein. Uh, it, this is a no. <laughs> different country, not a castle, yeah. <laughs> but close, close. This is a very famous. This is probably the most famous 
Is that where Rapunzel lived? N- uh, it's kind of like like a Cinderella's castle type okay. of thing, okay. but but built <clears throat> in 1869 rather than like 1102. Okay. You know, like what? How did this happen? I think the guy. King Ludwig, maybe I think he was also known as Mad King Ludwig, mm. something like that. Like, hey, I'm the king. Build me this crazy storybook palace. Uh, and so they did. October second, Mahatma Gandhi was born. Yes, he was. Hey. Happy birthday to him. November seventh, 1869. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I did not know. He that. really hung in there, right? He did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. November 17th, in Egypt, the Suez Canal linking the Mediterranean Sea with the Red Sea is inaugurated in an elaborate ceremony. Wow. Okay. In an elaborate ceremony. Also, engineering. Yeah. Another, yeah. Well, and we are like in the heyday, the throes of the Industrial Revolution, right? Exactly. Exactly. Anything was possible. Yeah. As long as it involved spurted out a bunch of like coal, uh, you know, <laughs> black, black, gas. right, black <laughs> dust all over the place. Uh, fantastic. November 23rd, in Dumbarton, Scotland, the clipper ship Cutty Sark is launched. Ooh. It is one of the last clippers built and the only one to survive in the United Kingdom. Yep. It's uh, kind of a museum piece now. Is it still in Scotland or is it uh, no, down south? London. Okay. Down south. I, I would like to check that out and I'll tell you why. Obviously, Cutty Sark is uh, also a famous uh, scotch whiskey, London? right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my experience with the Cutty Sark comes in the form of the Cutty Sark the model kit which my father had and he kept it on a shelf in the front closet never built it but it was just up on that shelf for years and I just remember thinking like what is a Cutty Sark what does that mean what is this box why so many questions dad call me what's yeah, yeah, the that Cutty Sark definitely go when the world opens up again because look Right next to it, there's like a Cutty Sark restaurant, which Ooh. is Turkish dishes from a charcoal grill. Fantastic. And themed Cutty Sark style. Campbell's Soup Company. Ooh, they're old. Okay, Campbell's Soup. They were yeah, founded yeah. in New Jersey, United States this year, as was Heinz, oh. as predecessor of Kraft Heinz, a food processing and cheese brand on Worldwide, founded in Pennsylvania. So big year for tomatoes. Mm. Getting uh, a lot of tomato soup, a lot of ketchup. Do we have an image of the what the tins look like at this time? For Heinz? No, Campbell's. Campbell's. Oh, for Campbell's. Uh, I. I feel like I'm, I'm staying pretty standard. I'm over just time. thinking, like, you know, how original was the um, Warhol? All right. Is that how you know Campbell's? Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, Campbell's soup. 1869 uh, actually rather different kind of elaborate in the sort of uh, royal oh I see yes you know very a lot of filigree on that uh, I that would say that's, that's very Art Nouveau is it okay it's of it's of its time right it's like the uh, what is it royal baking powder or that's, something like that it's really beautiful typography yeah so there you go big year for tomatoes tomatoes 1860 oh hold on a second I think they're going out there. Okay, so when they go down to the beach, we're gonna we're gonna book it. You ready? Yes. Now. <laughs> Meet y'all there. <laughs> don't get left behind. I mean, don't get left behind. It's a long all right, way. all right, come on, come on. Hey. Come on. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Are we in? We're inside. Where's the, Eagle, lock? Where's the lock? Eagle Bluff Lighthouse will set the lock. Oh, you know what I mean? We also, since we're here, I mean, there's not a lot of people out here, but I think we're close enough just to make sure for the time Keep it machine. safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Safe. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. So we're inside Eagle Bluff Lighthouse. It's, it's uh, cozy. Yeah, we've got a, a little wood-burning stove over Are here. Are you telling me we have to walk all the way to the top? No, no, we're not going up oh, there. No, we just want to, we need okay. access to a newspaper so we can read the oh, snooze. sit in the sitting room, right? Yeah, so Catherine, you'll notice there's a kettle over there on the stove. Oh. Please get yourself a cuppa. Gold, yeah. And I, I reckon we've got, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes before they realize that those things so. aren't coming to get them or give them some kind of epiphany or something like that. So mm-hmm. let's we just. We have more that we could set off. Rapture. We do, yeah, we did, we, yeah. Okay, we can do that if we need to. 
Also Distraction. So then we can escape Always, back yeah. to our, our pod. Sky Lanterns. Exactly. A great distraction. Right. They should market them that way. <laughs> well, Fish maybe, killers and maybe, maybe the For people the primitive of this time. and the superstitious. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I think they'll sell in space. <laughs> so take a seat in a, this creaky-ass furniture here. Enjoy yourself. I mean, comfort isn't allowed in the 1860s, of course, but I mean, this will do. Take a load off. We can At warm least ourselves. It's warm. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, it looks like they may have been in the middle of dinner, so please help yourself to whatever, mm. you know, nauseous leftover. Yeah. Uh, it's cozy in here, though, right? It's good. I like it. And it's nice to be out of the wind as well. It's yeah. nice. So, okay, there's a, there's a paper. All right, this is what I'm looking for. Catherine Sherlock, what is this evening's snooze topic? Firelander snooze dossier type, 152-year-old news from Wisconsin, useful and otherwise. So this is the uh, Door County Advocate. Door? Count? Door County, yeah. Do, as in door or as in door? Door, close the door. Oh, okay. Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. This is from Thursday, October 7th, 1869. Door County Advocate. I wonder what they're advocating. Just Door County, I guess? I guess so. Things happening. So, I mean, if we kind of peruse here, we've got... Uh, That's the name of the paper? Door County Advocate, yeah. DCA. The old DCA. <laughs> so it looks like it's what's interesting about, you know, this is also a history of, of newspapers that we're looking at as we travel through time here. And uh, I'm noticing this one, there are a lot of, oh yeah, got your eye on it, eh? Oh yeah. Catherine, I can't help but, do, but notice that the Doty's washer machine, the universal clothes ringer has caught your eye. Would you like to hear about it? I mean, yes. It's improved with Ra- with Rowell's patent double cog wheels and the patent stop. Um, it does look like an excellent mangle. It, is that what you would call it, a mangle? I would call it a mangle. I mean, so this is like a serious, like, uh, almost like a newspaper printing, like, press type of thing. Well, what is it? Is it a, it's a washing improved. machine? Yeah. Oh, it's like iron. I, it's basically for wringing out the water. Oh, okay. So you, you, everything, everything's kind of done by hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then yeah, you yeah. kind of squish it through. I mean, th- they've got customer reviews here if you'd like to find out what people think about it. Um, the Reverend L. Scott Bishop of M.E. Church says, We like our machine much. Could not be persuaded to do without it. And with the aid of Doty, we feel that we are masters of the position. <laughs> Would that be... I, 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 well, <laughs> I mean, well, he is a reverend. reverend yeah. Indeed, yes. I, I have to say, I feel much the same with my washing machine. <laughs> they have their crisp white in any found, position. Found yourself frankly. a spin cycle? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all righty. <laughs> uh, the Reverend Dr. Bellows says, I heartily recommend, I heartily commend it to economists of time, money, and contentment. Hey, that's you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just, yeah. The New York Observer is checking in to say every week has given it a stronger hold upon the affections of the inmates of the laundry. Take my money, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> Catherine Solon, Doty's washing machine. Uh, can't help but notice no ladies being checked in with here, but Henry Ward Beecher says, after a constant use of the universal clothes ringer for more than four years in our family, constant use. And a family. And f- that's, yeah, a, that's a lot of undercrackers. Key, yeah, right? Yeah, they're just like nonstop wiping them out, <laughs> cleaning them up, wiping them out again. I am authorized by the powers that be to give it the most unqualified praise and to pronounce it. But why ish. are all the reviews from like reverends and people of the church? Hey, not all of them, because William M. F. Round, the superintendent of infant department oh. at St. Catherine's Nursery, New York oh, okay. City, he another Catherine. It. What? <laughs> By using it, one laundress is dispensed with. 
Oh shit! So they're they're talking about job layoffs. Yeah, they're taking jobs away. This is the price of progress. Right. We're still and dealing with this. We yeah, are for sure. Are. Yeah, I mean, in this, yeah, yeah. Started with a robot long age. <laughs> Sounds like where they will need, this end? Right. We need to, uh, you know, educate these laundresses so that they can find meaningful work in society somewhere mm. else. You know, exactly. They, they should can, start coding or something, right? Yeah, exactly. They can like get the vote and like the artists and all. <laughs> yeah, right. Fifty years when they can vote. <laughs> Maybe they can go into the workplace. But I feel like uh, the last time we were in this machine, um, we were in like the 1920s or something. It was 1920, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. and at that time, and then at that in that time period, um, they actually got the right to vote. So that year, that year, yeah. So it will. So it's what 50 years in the making. Yeah. 60 years in the making. Yeah. Kind of sad, That's right? Kind of sad. Yeah. My question is, though, who took away their right to vote in the first place? It was never there. Yeah, they never had it. Oh. But who gave it to people in the first place? Wait. Uh, the the uh, white gentleman who okay. put together yeah, the, ga- the ga- government. Gave it to okay. themselves in their gentlemen's right. clubs. <laughs> we. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> No ladies around in a gentleman's club. We can make these calls, right? Yeah, this is it, because uh, let's leave the ladies to their tittle-tattle and we'll, as gentlemen, go into another room and smoke our cigars and, <laughs> like, have our you know, like, cognac. It yeah. allows you to indulge yourself in your frivolities. You ladies in your frivolities. Your exactly. petticoats. Yes, your yes, yes. Go, go, knitting. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Go to your knitting. You're sewing. We, we don't want to bother you with the uh, and ring those important issues of Ring the that day. laundry, for fuck's sake. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Way to bring the, the lighthouse down. I'm Trishma. just saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, great news. There's a new tin shop open. Oh, okay. GB Follett has recently fitted up a shop where he is prepared to furnish all kinds of tin, copper, and sheet iron ware, cooking, and parlor stoves of different patterns and best quality for sale at Green Bay prices. Mm. Gals, if you want prices, make sure, Green Bay prices make sure they're Green though. Bay prices. Yeah. Okay. I think it's so sort of cheaper like, than the huge. I'm guessing so. Take your normal prices, knock off a buck, right? Okay. Green Bay prices. Gotcha. I think we should get that going again. That phrase. <laughs> Green Bay Shit. prices. Yeah. This is a nice filet mignon, but Green Bay prices over here. Look at you finding the deals. <laughs> Repair, uh, repairing done on the shortest notice. Exclamation point. He is prepared to furnish space. All caps. Tinware. Space of his own manufacture at space greatly reduced prices. Space Eve troughs put up at very reasonable rates. So, Eve troughs, yeah, your gutters, gutters, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, is that gutters? Gutters kind of uh sings more, right? Like Eve's troughs, kind of a mouthful. Oh, no, I'm enjoying Eve's, Eve's trough. I'm really enjoying Eve's trough. It's less primal than gutter. Yeah, absolutely. Guttural and all that. It's, it's not, yeah, it's it's not very the best word, but yeah, Eve's troughs. <laughs> love it. Catherine, were you built for 1869, perhaps? Maybe. You are really Maybe. falling into this. D- are they still wearing corsets? Because I might definitely be I betcha. I betcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, please give him a call and compare his price. Give him a call and what? There's no mm. phones back then. <laughs> give, What's there? Interesting. I don't think so. Did he say cool? What? Yeah, he no. says give him a call. No. So maybe they did really? have phones back then. No. At least like single lines. Let's see. Telephone like invented the operator. in... operator. Operator, connect me to... When was the telephone invented? 1876. You know, before the... the how are they supposed to call? Is it... Shout down the street, basically. <laughs> Maybe it's like a call in, you know, call like... In. You call yeah, in with them. The, the terminology. Yeah, interesting. That really, seriously, I mean, that's so relevant now. Give him a call. Give him a call. Wow, of all the slang and, like, idioms that are in use, yeah, give him yeah. a call. Yeah. Prior, yeah, I mean, we think it comes from having a telephone. Yeah, having a... But it predates that. Yeah. You know, I've ran out of uh, finger paints from this cave work I'm doing, but I think... Um, Groog over down three caves away. I think mm. he has some more finger paints. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you should give him a call. Yeah, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Just like, whoa. Took a long walk to get to that yeah. bit, but I think the point's been made. <laughs> Trish was back on her phone. Great service, right? From the hotspot? It's good. It's amazing. All right. Uh, also, by the way, cash is paid for old rags. GB Fallout. 
Old rags, always in the mix. Uh, another ad here. We have listed four times in a row, all in caps, basically screaming off the page, are you insured? Oh. Are you insured? And then two oh, more times. Oh, sure. This racket started early, too. Yeah. Mm. Damn. Mm. And then underneath that repeated all caps line, in larger all caps, no! <laughs> and then underneath that, four lines, also all caps, smaller and kind of staggered in a stair step. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> If your house or store burns down with no insurance, the earnings of years are swept away and you may have and you may be left penniless. If you die with no insurance on your life, you leave your wife and family alone with no certain means to battle with the world. Space, all caps. This is wrong. Get a policy in the old Aetna Fire Insurance Company of Hartford with its $4,861,377.73 of assets and you will get a good investment for your money and be sure of getting the amount of your insurance should you lose your property by fire. You can also get a life insurance policy. Do this before it's too late. Time is money. H. Harris, agent, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. This is wrong. <laughs> get insured. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but it's interesting that it went back so, like, so... Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was such a... This racket's been going on forever. Yeah, yeah. But here's what you do. Give him a call. Like, <laughs> on phones that don't exist yet. <laughs> yeah. No, you shout down the street. Hey! Yeah. hey I want insurance. Hey! <laughs> I ripped uh, me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you money for a whole lot of nothing. It's fine. <laughs> wow. Crazy. What a bunch of Crazy. snooze. Crazy. All right. What else do we What's have? That? What else is happening in Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Okay, so a curious matrimonial affair. This doesn't have a... What section is this in? A curious matrimonial affair is reported in Sullivan County, Indiana. Uh, a young fellow named Empson wanted to marry a Miss Jameson, but the paternal and maternal Jameson couldn't see it. Huh. Ma and Pa Jameson, of uh, course. Okay. The father came down on the lovers in the course of a clandestine interview, wailed the daughter soundly, and took her home. Wow. What is wailed? Is that like he beat up on her? Yeah. He wailed on her. Yeah, and that's news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was published in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is in the newspaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Your dad caught you. <laughs> like, he beat the shit out of you. It took me and, home. And, and then put it in the paper. <laughs> she ran off to a neighbor's. The old man went for her. Oh, boy. And was, oh. She was, what they would say, uh, cruising for a bruising, oh. right? Uh, the old man went for her and was met by young Empson, who flashed a little gunpowder in his face. Oh. This exhibition of pluck had a good effect on the father, and he told Empson to, quote, take her and be damned, unquote. Wow. wow. End of article. <laughs> wow. And where's Indiana with relation to Wisconsin? A little bit south and southeast. Okay. So right underneath uh, Wisconsin, you're going to run into, it bumps up against Chicago and Illinois, and next to Illinois is Indiana. Hmm. But this was big enough news that it made... The Door County Advocate? Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Okay. And the, the, but what's charming is that they did this old-timey thing with the word damned where they just wrote D, really long slash D, so you kind of like fill in the blanks, you oh. know? Because it's a bad word. It was naughty. You can't publish this trash. But you can publish the fact that he beat up his daughter. Yeah, that's fine. It's cool. cool. Totally cool. That's cool. Um, oh, boy. A father sacrifices his son's life to save a passenger train. Again, people were train crazy. Mm. The most notable and wonderful instance of devotion to duty was shown by the bridgemen on the Newark and New Jersey Railroad yesterday. Indeed, a devotion that seems unnatural, for the man in question sacrificed his son's life to save the lives of others. James Decker, the man in question, is employed to open and close the drawbridge on the Passaic River. Yesterday morning, on the uh, Decker, as usual, was employed upon the bridge, accompanied by his son, a lad of 10 years. 10 years old? 
Whatever's happening in the future of this article, you should probably know better, right? Ten years old? Maybe. I mean, maybe. That, that was like, I, I, I mean, know. it was the 18 of the times. Ten years old. Exactly right. right. Should, why isn't he at work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're earning his keep by 10. Exactly. You know? Be off <laughs> sewing people's shoes or whatever. Uh, okay. A lot of 10 years. Some vessels requiring to go up the stream, the bridge was open by Decker and the boats permitted to pass through. There was not much time to spare in closing the bridge, a train being due there in a few minutes. Now that is tricky business because you're, you know, it's all about working the angles, right? Like, do I have time to let this boat go through? Is that boat going to be fast enough? Is the boat being idle? What's happening? When's the train coming? It's a nightmarish uh, math problem, right? Mm -hmm. A train leaves Newark traveling yep. at mm -hmm. 50 miles an hour, right? Mm -hmm. Which will reach the Golden Spike first. Exactly. Probably going to the, the Golden Spike. It's where all the train action right? is these days. Uh, okay, so slowly the bridge turned on its table. Oh, so it's one of those, like, it's in the center, turns like that. And then joins two other. Mm. So yes. it just hang, hangs out in the middle of the, the river and the boats go around it, kind of. Gotcha. Again, an age also of technological marvels. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you were an engineer back now, how was the time? <laughs> life was sweet. You'd come up with any crazy well, I idea. Mean, it's, I mean, I feel like now is all, like the future is also the time. Um, I don't uh, think right. There's never yeah. a time to wrong time to be an engineer. I guess that's world. true. That's true. But this was back when you could have fun yeah. with it, and it's sort of like, well, what if we, uh, you know, hey, we got to move these corn harvests. Like right. we could do trains, but what if we built really big catapults and just right. catapulted yes. all the corn? <laughs> Sure, should've, great we idea. We should have went with that idea. We should have gone. I should have been an engineer. Traveling. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Shoot me across the world. Uh, <laughs> it's Yeah, it's almost like teleportation. Yeah. It's close. Um, slowly the bridge turned on his table, and when within a few yards of its proper position, Decker heard the shrill whistle of the locomotive on the way to the Jersey Depot. At almost the same moment, he heard a cry for help coming from beneath the bridge, and looking down into the water, he observed with horror that his son had fallen into the river and was struggling for life. Now, how the fuck did that happen? <sighs> Again, these kids are getting into everything, right? Mm -hmm. Including the river. He could easily have jumped down into the water and saved his boy, but the train was coming on at a rapid pace and the bridge was still open. And to save his son was to ensure the destruction of the train. So this is the, the old... Uh, you know, would you save one person or would you save a hundred people or, you know, how do you choose like that trick? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but it's also your kid. Wow. Interesting. Parental love is strong and it was strong in Decker. The first impulse of the father was to leave the train to its fate and save the boy. But the devotion to duty overcame parental affection and he instantly determined to save the train by closing the bridge. The draw was arranged with all the speed possible, and then Decker rushed to the assistance of his child, but it was too late, for the boy had sunk to be seen no more alive. Mm. He obtained assistance and in a few minutes recovered the body of the poor little one. Great indeed was the father's grief, although he did not regret the decision that ended his son's life. This is an event almost without a parallel and seems quite as improbable as are many of the scenes described in the yellow-covered literature of the day. There are few Deckers in the world. His action was so thoroughly unselfish, so noble, as to appear not only improbable, but unnatural. Mm. Wow. Coming to you from the New York Star. Interesting. So they're sort of aggregating other, uh, it's kind of like the BuzzFeed of its uh, day or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Any takes on that? No. All right. Would you? What would you do? Schwitzman Nike. The ultimate question. What would you do? I would not take that job in the first place. Sometimes you just need the money, man. Maybe he had spares. I don't know. That's true. This is an age where people are pumping out babies. Yeah, like, that's true. like you read about, you that's know? True. So. Like. If I, I mean, lose you, I'll just make another one. Listen, I got a nine-year-old, too. In a year, he's going to be ten. He's just like you. We could try this all over again. You're not coming to bring your son to work day, either. Yeah. Darwin Awards? I don't know. Fool me once. Mm, I don't know. All right. Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Thanks. 
sleeping in Bran. Wait for it. <laughs> this is just uh, some good advice for you. Oh, okay. Taking notes. According to the London Lancet, oh. uh, a plan has been generally adopted in France of placing babies in Bran. Oh. An ordinary cradle is filled with common bran. What is bran? Cereal. Yeah. Okay. 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 A hair pillow is put in. What's a hair pillow? <laughs> pillow filled a with pillow hair. Horse hair. Oh, oh, all right. Okay. 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 Is that? I mean, there's they got glossy coats. That's soft. I'm assuming. What happened to that horse? <laughs> Don't answer that. No, no, he's just like his mind choked. Like, yeah. Oh, man, I'm thinking like, you know. No. The shine. The. No, 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 no. Satiny haunches. No, 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 no. Satiny. <laughs> <laughs> they did not kill the horses for its haunches. You know, Satiny haunches. <laughs> it paints a picture. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and you want to put your head on there, don't you? Maybe not. All right, all right. Uh, so hair pillow is put in, and then the brand is moved aside with the hands until a hollow is formed the size of a child's body. Mm. The infant divested of everything below the waist, and they spell below here like the word blow. B-L-O-W. <laughs> below the waist. Divested of everything below no the pants. waist. And having a little bodice or cape above that... <laughs> is then placed in the bran and its body completely covered with it exactly as may be seen at the seaside at the present time where children play at burying one another in the sand. A light coverlet or counterpane is finally placed above all and the baby is in bed for the night. The two great advantages connected with bran are said to be its particular cleanness and the very pleasant and equable temperature which it maintains about the infant's body. Mm. Maybe we can bring this back. I, I want to sleep in Brian. Maybe you should try it. Yeah, I might. might Let like us know. So Solve the insomnia. Make a Catherine-sized indentation. Mm, frankly, I'd try anything right now. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, you know, when you go back to 2020 Reykjavik, there's a lot of horses mm-hmm. that we could... Mm-hmm. Get some hair from. That's true. And they have uh, luscious hair. They do. Thick, they voluminous real, hair. Real, yeah. real nice hair. Tiny cape. Uh, there seems to be no good reason, says an English paper, why the privilege of sleeping in Bran, if it possesses these advantages, should be confined to the small and noisier portion of humanity. Right. <laughs> Bran might be used instead of bedding in casual wards, mm. night refuges. Night refuges? Refu- refuges. refuges. Catherine, that's why we keep you around. You keep it classy. <laughs> you help us spell and pronounce things. Yeah. Uh, night refuges, common lodging houses, and indeed would be far preferable to the dirty, uncomfortable beds to be found in all perfection at seaside lodgings. Mm, flea-bitten. Mm, okay. But then wouldn't the brand invite like other kind of insects? Well, bran is delicious, right? So, so like what's to stop me from rolling over in my bed of bran and pouring a bit of milk and having a couple spoonfuls or something, right? Well, maybe they hadn't discovered that yet. Or cockroaches? I wonder if that's what changed the bran industry. Bran was head, like big bran was headed in one direction. They're like, and then someone said milk. We're going to bed, and somebody's like, "Have you guys tasted this? This shit is good. You got this whole warehouse of bran you want for these beds." But have you tasted this? Like, people are hungry. Yeah. It's the 1860s. You know you can toast this shit. And it's you could toast it. Great. Oh, man. You can make it into, like, a mealy kind of thing. Put some cinnamon on there. Good stuff. Maybe that's what happened. Mm. We'll never know. There's no way of finding out. Perhaps the day is not far distant when the sojourner at the seaside will take with his carpet bag a folding box and a bag of bran and bid defiance to dirt, fleas, and infection. Mm-hmm. I just think they haven't thought about the cockroaches and the attraction of other insects to bread. And I, I, I agree, and I think they just haven't tried it yet. I think they're they're unaware that bran is delicious. And then maybe they did, and then they gave up on this idea, which is why we have beds that we do in our time. And we eat bran. And we eat bran. Here's something called a good story. <laughs> oh, are you sure? Because so far. <laughs> Yeah, newspaper will be the judge of that. Some of the students of the Indiana State University were suspected of being in the habit of drinking brandy. (laughs) Where they obtained it was a mystery. 
because it was prohibition at this time uh, no it was no. just their students okay, and okay. I think it's uh, a bit naughty you know okay, okay. you're there supposed was, to be learning no, there was no underageness though was there I, I don't mean. think so no, okay. I think it was just the decorum aspect is, mm. what, is what I would guess uh, Dr. Daly determined to ferret out the secret calling into a drugstore the proprietor asked him how that student Mr. Carter came on <laughs> oh what a narc yeah <laughs> Hey, how'd that, how'd that student of yours I sold all that booze to? You have a great time? Do you know? Did you run into him? <laughs> Smelling a rat, the doctor answered in an evasive manner and soon drew out the apothecary that the out of the apothecary that the students under suspicion had been in the habit of purchasing brandy, that they said he was quite low and was kept alive by stimulants, that the young men seemed very devoted to him. Now the secret was out. The Carter was a fictitious character, and the doctor had the secret. Okay, okay, okay. Nom de plume for your uh, brandy-stealing shenanigans. Mm. Uh, However, he kept his own counsel. The next time the students were assembled in the chapel for prayers, he cast his eyes over the crowd and satisfied himself that Carter's nurses were all present. Now, that's funny, right? Steve, Dave... Uh, Ezekiel, all of the the nurses, right? Trying to help mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. old Carter out. Devotions were duly conducted, and then he had a mournful task to perform. As the president of the uni- as the president of the university, it became his duty to announce the death of their fellow student, Mr. Carter. Uh-oh. Oh shit! Tell you what, so far this is a good story. <laughs> After a lingering illness but of several weeks... Better a po- than Wild Wild West. <laughs> Truth! <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> the song's all right, though. No. We take to the Wild G- Wild West. G- no, Get don't, don't do it. No, is that what this is? Stop it. Yeah, it's Stop close. It. Pretty much they're all like that. No. <laughs> no, it goes, welcome to Miami. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, 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 it goes, here come the men in black, galaxy defenders. We can't sing that because if somebody hears it, they're going to write it before it. We're going to lose the men in black theme song. Sorry, Will. Giving away your music. We're in the wrong millennium right right now. We can't, uh, okay. They'd be like, men in black, what? Uh, I mean, kind of like, we're the men in black right right now. (laughs) Okay, so, uh, death of Mr. Carter. After a lingering illness of several weeks, a portion of time he was kept alive by stimulants, he had breathed his last. He had no doubt that this announcement would fall sadly on the ears of those who had so faithfully attended to his wants, but he hoped they would bear it with resignation. He hoped they would be, they would reflect on the oft-repeated words, memento mori. That he would detain them no longer, but leave them to their own reflections. The result of this announcement was startling. None of the professors and but few of the students had heard of this man, Carter. Who is he? was whispered. None knew but the kind friends who attended him, and they would not tell. And the president seemed so deeply affected that they did not like to ask him. Kind of lost it at the end there, but otherwise it is sort of a clever story. No, I, I'm not sure I figured that one out. Yeah, so but I... Is Carter? I mean, do, do you know the band Carter, the Unstoppable Sex Machine? <laughs> do not. Okay. Okay. Please explain. Okay. Well, well yeah, just looking up. I mean. Oh, all right, all right. I mean, are they? Is he? Is she? <laughs> Were they? I mean, what's the <laughs> reputation there, there, here? There were some excellent tunes. All maybe. right. Well, I mean, one plus one is, you know. <laughs> Here's an article that just starts with the words... Pretty women. Mm. A comparatively few ladies monopolize the beauty as well as the attention of society. Oh, okay. Mm. Okay. Tread lightly, article. This ought not be so, but it is and will be while men are foolish and single out pretty faces for companions. They are foolish. That's pretty honest. Yeah. We're speaking truth in (laughs) this newspaper. Right, Again, not a whole lot going on in Sturgeon Bay, apparently, but... I'm glad we're meditating on this. But are there like, um, are there the the authors of these articles? Are they mentioned? They're not. Okay. It's just. It's just like great copy. Got it. No bylines. Gotcha. Uh, this can, oh, excuse me, mm. this can all be changed. <laughs> 
by using Hagen's Magnolia Bomb. Oh, oh it's an it's ad. An ad. Oh, but of we course. Go. I think you should read it in your commercial voice. Cue the music. <laughs> Which gives the bloom of youth and refined sparkling beauty to the complexion pleasing, powerful, and natural. No lady need complain of a red, tanned, freckled, or rustic complexion who will invest 75 cents in Hagen's Magnolia Balm. Its effects are truly wonderful. To preserve and dress the hair, use Lion's Catherine. Catherine? What the f- Use Lion's Catherine? Yeah, I, yeah. Catherine. What, what you said. <laughs> What's happening? Use lions. Cathalron. Is it an L or an I? It's really tough to say. To preserve and dress the hair, use lions. Catharion. Catharion. Which is has nothing to do with Hagen's Magnolia Balm, by the way. Mm. That so I'm was aware it like a twofer? Of. It must be, yeah. Burglary. Mm. Look out. Mm. Theft. Last Saturday night, the store of W.H. Weed was forcibly entered and $62 in money, a post office order for $30, and some small articles stolen. That's a lot Scandal. of money. Yeah, Scandal. that's a lot of money. It's, that's a fair amount. $62. I mean, back now? That's true. That's Jesus, true. like being a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An attempt was made to smash in the door with a large stone, and this failing, one of the panes of glass were removed and an entrance effected through the aperture thus made. Suspicions fell on Michael Hayes, a son of Michael Hayes of Egg Harbor, who was in town Saturday night, and a warrant for his arrest was issued by W.K. Dresser, county judge. He was arrested just as he was leaving town, and the money, some knives, and photographs found in his possession. An examination was held before Mr. Dresser, and no one appearing against the prisoner, he was discharged. Mm. So he just got away with it, kind of, almost. Sure. He would have gotten away for it. Again, it not, not, not local to Wisconsin. Mr. Dresser. No, Egg Harbor. Egg Harbor. Wis- uh, Michigan? I don't know. Oh, shit. I think they're coming back. Oh, oh shit. We got to get out of here. All right. Let's okay. All right, okay. scramble. Put the kettle back on the stove. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get out of here. Tea. Okay. And uh, sort of, uh, I think this is how we found it. Don't sure. care. We're getting out of here. They won't see us again for Trish, another grab your phone. Years. They oh. cannot find that phone. Sorry. Oh, my God. That's like Sorry. rule number one. No iPhones in the past. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can have them. We use them in the hotspot, right? Not leave them. We pay for the hotspot. We're going to use the hotspot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's dark now. Very windy. And we're going to get back into the old rock and roll time machine. Say goodbye to Wisconsin, gals. Mm-hmm. Bye, Wisconsin. But nice visiting you, Sturgeon Bay. Lovely Sturgeon Bay. Peeping at it's the leaves up here. Leaf yeah, peeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. oh. Beautiful. Color change, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's good for like a month and then maybe three weeks. But I'm glad we were here. Maybe when they get a football team. That's true. Welcome Coming back. soon. And away we go. Oh, it feels man, not good to be back. <sighs> There's still a. It's still dark and windy. Funk in the air. It's so dark. I mean, (laughs) dark on so many levels. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Are your people still protesting? I can only imagine that they are. Sure, they are. Uh, It's the. the shame of a nation it really is <laughs> but hey, it's only up from here hopefully uh we mm. we can't go much further down i think there's still room it might be like a little bit america number one right we can do it we can we can go further we can dig deeper but there's but no need to, to, to go I think, further I think down it's time to rise above it, exactly so we need to just flo- stop floating because <laughs> um, otherwise we're on the run through time again so, mm-hmm. so something's gotta something's gotta give here mm-hmm. Well, guys. But no. Wait. Oh, oh, there's more. <laughs> From one year ago, Justin had an assignment. Oh. Oh, right. As so we... I think we need to hop back in that damn time machine. Okay, okay. And I need your hot snake. My hot snake, okay. Not, well, we can do it next time. Too. Okay, all right. Let me think about it. Okay. And I'll find one. I'm sure I got some. Of course you have some. Of, of course, but 
that Beyonce will, uh, is better than Jay-Z. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's great. I mean, it's not even just a snake. It's right. It's no, just, it's not. yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's a teaser then for next time. You'll have to come back and listen to us. Uh, also, hey, if you're listening to this, subscribe to the Sauropod. This is our new campaign for Fourth Dimension is that we need people to listen to listen us. Listen to us. <laughs> Be the nice. best way to do that is you get your little podcast app, right? right? You all love to use them. You love to say the word app. You get it. You hit the whatever, the little cog that says subscribe. You do that thing. And then whenever there's a new show, it just comes right to your phone. You can listen to it. You can listen to Shrish Knight. You can listen to Catherine Sherlock. You can you listen can, to Justin Zeppa. If you wanted to. Yes, if you want, you can fast forward through my bits. No. I do a lot of talking and I apologize for that. We'll try harder. Uh, but you need to subscribe. Part two is then you need to be like, hey, these guys are really good. Uh, I mean, we're really bad. <laughs> but either way, here's how I feel. They're trying hard. Five stars. Boom. Right. right? And so, then share it with your friends. Tell all your because friends. Because sharing is caring. Yeah. And then tell your enemies, too. Because right. just they might not have heard. Because sharing is caring, even with your enemies. Sharing is scaring sometimes. <laughs> and they deserve it. Motherfuckers. <laughs> so do that. And then also, uh, yeah, shoot us an email, info at thesauropod.com. You all need, you want to know what Shrisma thinks about whatever question you got. Yeah, I mean, I'll always shoot have, them. yeah. And uh, until next time, Catherine Sherlock, thank you for being here to make sure this runs smoothly. It doesn't, if you're, if you're not here, Catherine, it does not. Okay. And I need help with the words sometimes, too. <laughs> And I really, I do appreciate it because I feel like a real tit sometimes with some of these, I'm not so familiar. I'm American, right? American. Yeah. So it's crucial that you are here and you are extraordinary. <laughs> Wingardium's extraordinary. Trish Mike? Yes. You're also pretty good. I'm okay. But you know it. Yeah. You're great. I'm fine. You're great. <laughs> And also thank you for being here, too. I, I enjoy Again, it. You don't have to be here, either. You live further away. But it's the best part of my day sometimes. Oh, Shrishma. Guys. Yeah. All right. There's no hot snakes there. I agree. I agree. Cheers, Cheers. guys. Cheers to that. Until next time, this has been the news that was the sleepy news. Kind of stupid news. Uh, but we still love it, and we call it, and we'll continue to do so. That's news. Good night.